You are Locked On Rangers, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. One ball, two strikes, two outs. Six to one, the Rangers lead in the top of the ninth. Feliz the high set. Here comes the pitch. Breaking ball, strike three call. The Rangers are going to the World Series. You are locked onto the Texas Rangers. I'm Bryce Patrick, Rangers writer at WFAA. Joined by Morgan Price after this just... Ugh, this is not a good game. Morgan, how are you doing? I'm doing okay, but this, you're right. This game was just, it was bad from the beginning, and it didn't really do much to keep you invested in it. Yeah, Unless you're start- a Royals fan, which then I guess you probably loved it. If you're a Royals fan and you're listening to this podcast, I don't really <laughs> know what you're doing, but, but thank you. Um, we appreciate all listeners, no matter what team they might be a fan of. But yeah, this started bad, and then it didn't get much better. Uh, Rangers lose 11-5 to in Kansas City, the first game of this series. And let's just start with the starter, Shelby Miller. One and two-thirds innings, eight earned runs, seven hits, two walks, just yikes. His ERA sits at nine and a half, which I'm surprised, honestly surprised it's not higher. Morgan, is is it time to to end the Shelby Miller experiment? I feel like we've now said this, like, his last three starts. I think three starts ago, we were like, give him a couple more starts and then see, and nothing's changed. So I would really like to see someone else starting, especially if you're going to have him, like we've said before, Smiley, Samson. Like, we can't, you can't have that many games that could potentially turn into bullpen games, especially all in a row. So they need to get someone. Yeah, yeah, I think they they really do, and uh, I don't I don't know what what you can do with that. It's just it's really rough. And I'm I pulled up the the AAA roster and, and to see who's who's starting for them and and what are they doing. And the guy with the most uh, the most innings pitched right now is is Wes Benjamin, who's started eight games and has an eight and a half ERA. Then okay, well, 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 that's and thirty-two innings. Okay, that's not great. Let, let's go on to somebody else. Uh, Richardson Pena, who has started six games, thirty-two and a half or thirty-two and two-thirds innings, seven and a half ERA. And then oh, okay, well, then surely there's somebody else. We got to go. We got to go down one more. We got Tim Dillard. Oh, bless you, Tim Dillard. <laughs> Ten games, three starts, thirty innings, ERA just under six. Is not there's not much to go off of there. Yeah. And, and then the next couple of starters, uh, there's Phillips Vasquez, which I honestly don't know a whole lot about him, uh, so I don't feel super comfortable there. And then you got Ariel Jurado and Taylor Hearn. So it's there's not a lot there. Yeah. And Harado. There you there go. We go. <laughs> got it. He's done good in the bullpen, and we've talked about that a lot. How. He seems almost like a different pitcher out of the bullpen than what we've seen from his starts. So I'm kind of like, I wouldn't, with how good he's been, I wouldn't mind seeing him make a few spot starts. But then there's part of me that's like, what if he's only good in the bullpen? I don't want to see another disaster starter. 
Yeah, the thing is, like, I don't know that he's going to be... He's definitely not going to be this good um, as a starter. Yeah. But he will be serviceable, and that's what they need. They need someone who will eat innings. He will throw his pitches. You've seen it, like, what he is. He's uh, He's got a hard-sinking fastball, and, like, he will get some outs. Like, that's what the Rangers need, honestly. Yeah. Like, it's just... They need something, and and somebody to eat innings in such a just rough rotation that they've got right now. They need him. Um, by the way, his his perfect ERA broke. Um, I I, went, know. I just I just went and looked this up. He had allowed five runs, five unearned runs in nine and two thirds innings so far wow. this year, which is kind of nuts. Um, but he gave up. Two earned runs today, and that broke his streak. But he went two and a third innings today. He looked pretty solid. Uh, the hits he gave up weren't mashed that hard. <laughs> Didn't give up a home <laughs> run. So, yeah, no, when, when the sinker is not sinking, then it kind of tends to, to leave the yard. But... You know, he was he was all right. Uh, he didn't allow his, his inherited runner to score. So that was nice. We did appreciate that. Uh, Huang had a... Um, he had an all right outing. Uh, an inning and a third, and he allowed his, his one uh, inherited run to score. But I really want to talk about uh, Daddy, Dowdy Hootie. I almost called him Daddy Hootie. <laughs> that's... <laughs> whew, that would have been bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Dowdy Hootie <laughs> had what? <laughs> I think I killed Morgan. Oh my gosh! Okay, back. okay there we go. We got gotcha. you. You're you're good. Okay. Um, he had one of his best outings of the season so far. Uh, the only outing that he had that was better was, I want to say April. Yeah, April nineteenth. There it is. Um, went three and two thirds innings out of the pen, gave up just two hits um, and two walks, but didn't allow any runs to score. And he struck out three, and he looked really good then. Uh, since then, he's had a couple a couple other good outings. It's usually just like feast or famine with him. Like either it's a really really good outing or it's just kind of yeah. train wreckish. And then his last good outing um, was May fifth on Cinco de Mayo on a Sunday against the. Toronto Blue Jays, where he allowed just one hit, and that was his only base runner in two innings. So that was really solid as well. But, I mean, his last appearance, which was against the Astros, who are very good at baseball, and every single one of them was hitting well. He went one inning, and he gave up six hits and four earned runs and a homer. And then he, the, and he, or the outing before that, he gave up two hits and two earned runs and a homer. And one inning against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. So it's feast or famine with him. It's just kind of, it's tough to say. But he did have a good inning today, and that's what we're going to say. What are some fun little tidbits that, that stand out to you from this game? Because it wasn't, like, all absolutely terrible and bad. There were yeah. some good things that happened. Forsyth actually had a really good night starting at uh, first base. Um, and he went three for four. He got his first triple. I think it was in the eighth inning. It was against D- our old pal Jake Diekman. Oh, so Jake the had, Snake Diekman. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> our beloved. Um, <laughs> but yeah, two RB or yeah, 
two RBIs. Sorry, my eyes crossed and I looked at walks and I was like, whoa, he had two walks. No, two RBIs. Um, I mean, the Odor actually had a pretty good night too, going two for three with a walk. But other than that, it was not not the most exciting game for the Rangers offensively. Exactly. The Rangers had six doubles tonight and only three different players hit doubles. Three of them hit uh, a pair, a, a double-double, if you will. Uh, Odor, uh, Forsyth, and Gallo. I want to talk about Gallo. Was it, his, was it his first double or was it his second double? I can't remember. I think it was his first because I think it was early on in the game. I think it, it might was, have been that third inning. Yeah, it was... It was such a weird inning. Oh, yeah, it was the third inning because that's when all the runs scored. Yeah, yeah. the Rangers scored their, their four runs. Um, if we haven't said the score before, uh, Rangers lose 11 to 5, uh, by the way. Uh, I don't know that we'd mentioned that before, but it, we, you knew it was bad. So <laughs> now you know how bad. But the Rangers scored. They went down 9 nothing after the second inning, and then they come back in the top of the third, and they drop four runs. And I want to say two of those runs score on, on Joey's weird, weird double. Was, that was just literally lost in the light? Yes, it, it was two runs because uh, there were two outs, so everyone was moving. Yeah. Yeah, they were. And so uh, I, it says it was hit to um, a sharp fly ball. That's not a thing in MLB.com. <laughs> you can't hit a sharp fly ball. It was just a very high up fly ball because Joey Gallo hits baseballs like nobody else hits baseballs. They're weird. And they're fantastic. But it was hit so high up that it got lost in the lights. And it wasn't like it's in like Tropicana Field or some dome where it gets caught up with the whiteness. Like, no, no, no. He hit it so high up, it was like above the lights in the night sky. And so no one knew where it was. And whoever was playing left field, I wanted to say it was Alex. Yeah, it was Gordon. Yeah, Alex Gordon just lost it. And Alex Gordon is a fantastic defender. I'm pretty sure he has at least one gold glove to his name. Not that gold gloves, the ultimate metric of who's a good defender or whatever, but he's a very (laughs) solid defender and he just could not find it. And he's played in that park for his entire career. So he, he knows that park and he knows how to find fly balls there, but he couldn't find it. He wasn't even a little bit close to where the ball landed. Like that ball was feet behind him. It was like 20 feet behind him. It was wild. Usually when they're like looking in the air and they have no idea where it is, it's at least somewhat in their range-ish, but he was nowhere near it. Yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, So that was exciting. And Odor's two-double game, that was nice. Um, You say Odor had a walk as well? Yeah. Yeah, he did. So he looked pretty locked in. He's, gosh, he got his average up to 153. I think, I still think he'll be fine. It's still middle of may but yeah that first month was was real rough and he also missed a lot of time so yeah so you know give him the benefit of the doubt also while we're just going on on bad news let's just go ahead and rip the bad date off band-aid <laughs> off um it's just it's just a little rough there's there's definitely some some injury news that we need to get to um but first before we talk about bad news we're, we're gonna talk about something that, that's good um, and that good thing is is ZipRecruiter. Hiring used to be hard. Multiple job sites, stacks of resumes, a confusing review process, but today hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done. ZipRecruiter.com slash locked on. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply to your job. ZipRecruiter. 
ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, our listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. ZipRecruiter.com slash LockedOn. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So now I'm talking to talk to you about a great thing in ZipRecruiter. We're going to go and just rip the Band-Aid off. Uh, there's some <laughs> entries here. Uh, brace yourself. If you're not sitting down, um, then sit down. If if you're in your car, um, don't don't crash when we tell you all these these bad injuries. Um, so just we're letting you know, that's not great. But there's just one major league club injury. So um, there you go. That's the the bright side. Uh, if you want to talk about a bright side um, in any in injuries, but Elvis uh, Andrews was pulled um, late in this game. Was it like the seventh inning? I want to say. Uh, I think yeah. Was it? Let's go look this up just to be sure. There we go. Yeah, he grounded out in the top of the seventh inning to um, Scott Barlow um, to the shortstop. To oh yeah, this pitch hit off the um, the pitcher and then went to um, Alberto Mondesi. Oh right, right, right. Adalberto Mondesi. Adalberto. Oh my gosh. Look, I thought it was just, I, I thought it was I just can... Alberto Mondesi. Like I thought I knew how to say that name, and then I look at it and I'm like, wait a minute, Ad Alberto Mondesi. Oh, no. no. That's but not that's right. not even his first name. That's his middle name. His really? first name is Raul, which would be way yeah. easier for both yeah. of us. Oh my gosh, Raul! <laughs> Why'd you stop going by Raul? When did that happen? Oh my gosh, Raul, you're just trying. You're just trying to be difficult. Mon, I'm just gonna call him Mon. Hey, his number's 27. He's not age 27, but there is a 27 there. 27 is related to everything now. This is canon. (laughs) Mike Trout is related to everything. (laughs) And Vladimir Guerrero Sr. Oh, speaking of of Vladimir Guerrero's, Vladdy Jr. hit his first two big league home runs tonight, and they were towering. Man, that guy's going to be fun to watch play baseball. And I'm very glad that he's not in our division. That's just, that's real nice. They've already got like Mike Trout and Alex Bregman and Carlos Correa for just years and years to come. But if we had Vladdy Jr., just, oh, kill me now. That would <laughs> suck. That would suck very bad. But watching him play baseball does not suck. But injuries do suck. And so when he got pulled, uh, Forsyth went over to, to shortstop and uh, Guzman came in and played first base. They're calling it uh, right hamstring tightness, and they say they will evaluate it tomorrow. And uh, Levi Weaver had a very insensitive tweet that was a little funny. Um, he said everyone was real excited about Elvis Andrews inheriting Adrian Beltre's mantle of leadership, not bothering to consider what that meant for Andrews's hamstrings. Which that hit me hard. I was <laughs> I was not ready for that, and then I felt personally attacked. Yeah, yeah. But it was also kind of funny. So it it is funny. He he does deal with. With sad, with sad <laughs> through his his funny jokes, and he had another. Um, Jake Diekman is a whatever. I, I wish he would would go and redo it, but he made a typo that I didn't even notice on the first try about like Jake Diekman is like a whirlwind of snakes. I don't know. It, I can't describe what the tweets. Are. If you know what they are, then you know what they are. And if they aren't, I can't describe them with words because they are beyond words. So. This is where the, the news goes from, from bad to worse. 
Um, Cole Reagans, who was the Rangers' uh, first-round pick in 2017? 2016. There we go. He was their 2016 first-round pick. Um, his name is Cole. He's left-handed, and he throws basically a similar arsenal to Cole Hamels. So the projection you'd think would be, you know, he could be like Cole Hamels, and actually that kind of was the comp. Um, not just because their names were Cole and they were left-handed, and at the time they were both on the Rangers. But he is having his second Tommy John surgery in 14 months, and so the the typical recovery time for Tommy John is about a year to 14 months. And whew, this is really rough because he hadn't even started pitching again yet. He hadn't pitched an actual game. He was just throwing off a mound and doing BP, and this happened again. Um the reason they say there's no such thing as pitching prospects is because arms and elbows and ligaments are all finicky and you can't trust them. Even the ones that say that they're going to hold up, they're liars and they're terrible <laughs> and um, appendages are ter- are terrible. And that's not what elbows are supposed to do is throw baseballs 95 miles an hour, hundred times every five days. They're not supposed to do that. And so they're reacting out of hate and bitterness. And I wish they wouldn't do that because it hurts my feelings and it, hurts the career of a kid who has a lot of promise and taken two years, two plus years, maybe two and a half years off a kid's development timeline right when he gets drafted is just, it's so hard to overcome. There's really nothing positive about that. Um, I hope he gets better. Um, I hope he recovers well. And that this is the last Tommy John he ever has to have or the last Tommy John that anybody ever has to have. I know that's probably not true. Hopefully it'll be at least be Cole Reagan's last Tommy John, but this sucks real bad. Um, uh, On a lesser injury front note on the prospects down below, Brock Burke, in addition to his, his blister issue, he has a shoulder, he has shoulder fatigue, not a shoulder fatigue, Um, but he's not expected to be sidelined in long term. um, But it's, it's more than just the blister thing. So I don't know what not sidelined long term means. Maybe just like two or three skip start, uh, just a couple of skip starts. Who knows? Yeah, so Brock Burke's been down for just a little bit. Uh, he had, it might be a chronic issue um, like Rich Hill had in getting chronic blisters on his pitching finger, which that's tough when your best pitch is a curveball and you really need to like grab it like in a way that, that induces blisters, which was kind of what happened to Rich Hill. But I mean, Rich fought through it and I think that um, Brock Burke can, can fight through it as well. Um, he's done a really good job of like having a, a pretty heavy workload the last couple of years. Um, not that you want to throw like a whole, whole bunch, but you want him to progressively go more and more and more. And so in 2017, he pitched 123 innings. And then last season, he pitched 137 innings. So that's good. Um, you don't want him to be sidelined for too long because you want to keep ramping him up, up his innings just a little bit. So when he does get to the big leagues, he's ready to to stick there for for a little while you don't have to shell them for a while so that's not great but it's not the worst news of the day yeah the tommy john the second tommy john surgery is just a real a real mood killer but yeah especially literally back to back yeah back to back and you haven't even started pitching in games yet that's just woof but i want to end on on something like slightly brighter um just even if if it's just the the next game, Mike Miner comes in and 
and he's facing off against a Kansas City team that hasn't been super great lately. So, but they still just put the screws to the Rangers today, and they got Lance Lynn in the game after that. So, those are two winnable games. Hopefully, they actually do go and and win them because this streak of of losing is is not fun. No. Decidedly not fun. But and it was their first game of the series. We all know how bad they are at that. So maybe this will change. Maybe they'll come back and win this series. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, they've done a good job of, of being bad at game one and then yeah. being very good at games two and three. So hopefully this turns around. But yeah, not a great day in Rangers land. But, you know, we will move on. We will persevere. Morgan and I will still be here. Um, we are not going on the DL anytime soon. Um, we're both, you know, it, it's it's early on in the season, but you know, you you pick up some injuries along the way, but you you fight through it because because that's what you do during the regular season, and and that's what we're here to do. We're here to fight through and and be here every single day with y'all. I'm Bryce Patrick. I'm Morgan Price. And hashtag together we pod. <laughs>